0: Going on, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Comic Talk, the podcast. My name is Jesse Rivera. I am your host. How the hell are you? Happy New Year! Has it been going good for you? It's been going pretty good for me. Same old stuff, man. Some shows here and there, some telenovelas here and there, some comic talks here and there, some podcast recording, some podcast editing, some coffee. You know, that's what I do, man. Comedy, coffee podcast. That's my life. Oh, and I have a dog. So, you know, on today's episode of Comic Talk, we are going to be chatting with my very good friend, Mr. Shannon Battle. Uh, I really like this guy because he's just always been really encouraging to me, and I see him getting up everywhere, all over the city, all over the state, and He's got a lot to share with us, and he's just a really solid friend, and I really appreciate him coming by the Comic Talk Studios a couple days ago, and we had this wonderful chat. I hope you enjoy this chat. I hope you enjoy some of the past episodes. I hope you subscribe. Hey, why don't you uh, give us a rating? I've, we've got some ratings. I don't know. We give, we've got ratings, but right now, I've got a really good streak. Of, I've got nothing but five-star ratings, but it's only been like five ratings, but... Eventually, my streak is going to end. So if you want to rate us, go ahead and rate us. Just uh, get involved with us. I really love doing this podcast and I'm going to keep doing it. And I'm really excited about some of the guests that I have lined up for the first of this year. I reached out to some of my comedy peers and they said yes. And I'm super excited to have them on. I'm also going to branch out. I'm going to be talking to some musicians. I want to be talking to some photographers. I would love to talk to more artists so if you think that you've got a story to tell man reach out to me and i would love to talk to you so without further ado here is my uh first podcast of 2020 and it is with my very good friend mr shannon battle enjoy have a great day take care of each other peace, peace. man you know i i wanted to have you on the podcast for the longest time because dude from from the jump you were always one of the nicest guys to me and like not only nice because like a lot of people are nice right like you know sammy's nice like everybody's nice right but like encouraging and um a couple of words to say like you know try this or like you know what i'm saying like in those first couple of months like you're looking for you're looking for any kind of elder comic to encourage what it is you're doing, you know, and, and yeah. you did that right from the jump. And so like the very first thing I want to say to you on this podcast is man, thank you so much for all the encouragement.
1: And I appreciate you. Oh man. No, it, it was sincere, man. Like you do it, what you do. Um, the very I first time, time I saw you,
0: uh, you were, you and a bunch of your, your friends came in and just like parked yourselves in the back corner of on the Y. And yeah, I don't I even remember. know if I saw you go up that night. Like, I think you went up later that night. Yeah. But I was like, who's this guy? Like, he's like, you just, you just carried yourself with a, a, with a certain, a certain way. Like, I could tell you weren't from California. Okay. Is what uh, it was. Like, you, uh, you, just, you just carried yourself a certain way. Not with the, not with an arrogance, not with the, not with the, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't saying it in a bad way, but I was like, this guy's got like a different type of vibe, you know? So you didn't grow up out here in California, right? You grew up in Baltimore. No, I
1: grew up in Baltimore. That's where I started doing comedy. That's that's where my whole inspiration to even be in California came from. That's really? Been out there, yeah. So
0: how long were you? How long were you doing comedy in in Baltimore before you decided to come? Very to shortly.
1: California? Very shortly, actually. Uh, I was doing comedy maybe like a year. Uh uh-huh. like I was doing comedy like a year max, and uh, I did a comedy competition out at a comedy factory out in uh, uh Baltimore. It was at the Inner Harbor then, but it's at the it's at the casino now. But the venue was down at the Inner Harbor, and they had their own little venue down at uh, Baltimore Live, kind of like LA Live. Okay. Kind of like the same little setup, but it's in Baltimore, and um, that's that's where I did my uh, my first like stand up debut, and it was at a comedy competition. I won first place, and uh, it was fifteen hundred dollars. And really, I, it was fifteen hundred dollars, and I took that prize, and whoever came out to see me that night, I took them to a restaurant, and we all I, I bought their first drink. Uh-huh. and it was 30 people that came out, so I bought 30 drinks. Like That shit hit my 1,500 quick. <laughs> but, <Yeah. I'm> like, <laughs> yeah. but I was like, but I won because of them. So I was like, I, I paid for every one of their drinks, and then whatever money was left from that, I used that for a plane ticket, and I flew out here. Really? Yeah, and I flew out here to Sacramento. Yeah, and I've been out here since then.
0: And did, did you already have like family out here, a couple of friends? I had out an here? uncle
1: that lived out here, but you know, I don't really fuck with him like that. Like, you gotta think about it. I'm in California right now, he's in Baltimore. Like, I don't see him like that. Like I, Right, right. Yeah, I see him when I see him. Like, uh-huh. and he's been to a few shows, he's been on a few big tickets, but I don't and see him like how that. How
0: long ago was that? So, how long have you been in Sacramento now?
1: So, I've been in Sacramento on and off for about six years, but that last venture where I came out here for comedy was about two years ago. About two years ago? Yeah, yeah, and I I came out here and I never left. Like So,
0: be, being that, okay, so you said you've been uh, off, off and on out here six years, but, like, most recently, permanently, the last two years, yeah. right? In those in those previous four years, were you already doing comedy at that time?
1: I was doing comedy, but nowhere near serious. Like, okay. Like, I did, so, like, put it this way. I started comedy back in 2001, like 13. Okay. Okay. That's when I started. And, and, and you know, I did comedy before then, but that's when I can say I started. Like, where I actually took it serious, I, I noticed myself as a comedian. And during that time period, like, I, I did, like, a few shows here and there, but I did more shows in the month of January this year, 2019, right. than I did the entire year, 2016. Right, I get it, I get you it. You what I'm saying? So yep. I'm just like, you, you know, that's why I took this shit serious. Like, I took comedy serious starting this year. Like, that's where I took it serious. I see myself as a comedian. Like, I've been doing comedy for a while, but, like, where I see myself as a comedian and I didn't feel scared to put a price on, like, if I was going to do a paid gig to say my price or, like, where I was going to just pull up for the free just to work on a, a set for a paid gig. Like, I right. felt confident doing that this year.
0: Okay. I so, got I've it.
1: been doing comedy for about six, seven years, but right. where I see myself as a professional comedian, this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, in my mind, I've only been doing comedy a year okay in my mind if you ask me yeah yeah that's what you've been serious about it a year a year exactly and
0: you've been and you've been going out a lot like i I see you everywhere and if if i don't see you at a mic then i just open up facebook and you're at a show so is it is it like a is it an every it seems like it's an every night thing for you
1: it it is for me and it it's a blessing for it to be that way because it took a while for it to get that way i mean because what comment don't want it to be that right 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 yeah so i'm like it it took a while for it to be that way and, and Hey, time I, I I noticed my niche, like I noticed where I was walking at, where I can go, where I can like, and not throw my weight because I hate when people do that. Like I hate when comedians do it. Like I hate when, like as much as Dave Chappelle is my idol, I hate when he shows up to like the comedy store and like the next six comedians are now fucked. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like when you just pull up somewhere and it's just like, oh, well, Dave Chappelle's here, so you know, fuck uh-huh. your fifteen minute slot. Like yeah, like Dave get an hour. Like yeah, it's like, I get it. Like I get it. You 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 know what I mean? Like I get it, but I hate when that happens. And like, and that's the one, that's the last thing I want to happen when I came to SAC. It's like to, to be in, cause that, that happened in Baltimore. Like where I'd be in a space where like I'll pull up and they'd be like, oh, Shandy, you want a slot? And I'm like, yeah. Not knowing that I'm feeding into somebody else's town. Like that I'm biting somebody else's town. Like you, you don't know. Like, right, you right. You're just like, yeah, I'll take a guest slot. Like, why wouldn't you? Right. <clears throat> of course. But you don't know what was sacrificed to make that happen. Like, cause you wouldn't even, you would want a fucking flyer. Like that's what was like. You ain't supposed to perform. So in SAC, I make sure I avoid doing that. Uh-huh. Because people people will do that, like even you, like you're a dope comedian. Like people will pull, they see you. I'm like, oh, you want to do 15? Right, right, right. And they say you know you biting somebody else 15, and it's not your fault. Right. I'm like, they didn't let you bite the 15. That mean they suck. I'm <laughs> like, yeah. Because they wouldn't do that, they didn't suck, right? You know,
0: you do, you did just the opposite for me at at uh, at Highwater uh, about a month ago. You were gonna you and somebody else were gonna close out the night, and then as soon as I walked in, you said, hey, I don't want to close out the night. I I told them to switch me and you, or like like you i remember it that around. was at high yeah. water
1: and i remember that. that that's some real shit but i was like but it it wasn't a it's not a boost to me or a knock to you It was just like i i yeah. know you're dope so i was just like let him no go it was
0: it was flattering to me because i was like yeah. like like i you not know, like you know i i had the high water and as as much as i love high water i mean i i love it it's it's one of my favorite uh showcases to it's go a good to. room it's a good room but you always i mean especially me like like i'm 14 months in right 15 months in like I go to high water with the, in the back of my mind knowing I could get bumped, you know, like it's, it's a, it's a very, it's a very distinct possibility that, that I, I practiced this. I, I rehearsed it. I know what I'm going to do. Somebody might show up. And, and to me, like that's part of the game, like being a new guy, like, yeah, like I realized that, but like that night it was completely opposite. Cause like, not only did I not get bumped, but you actually said, let me give you a little bit better slot, you know? Yeah. And I really appreciate stuff like that. You know, like, yeah. like, uh, I, I've run into like tons of nice guys But like just thanks for for always being so nice You know Yeah it's good
1: man Like it's genuine man Like I said I, Like I rock with you Tina San Lucas Johnny Taylor Like I would say I ain't scared to say her. Like I'll shout out names Like I don't give a shit Like I fuck with y'all How much I fun like-
0: How much fun is the dope room man Oh
1: my god uh, So be, So Tina felt bad Asking me to open uh-huh. That night At that night like, The night that I was there At the dope room She felt bad asking me to open Uh huh And I see it as an honor Because I see it, I'm setting the pace for the show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, and the one thing about it, when you're hosting, if you're hosting, you're a comedian too. So the one thing I always hated is when, when a host that's a comedian be like, now introducing your first comedian. No, fuck that. You're a comedian, too. You just hosted. Now introducing your next comedian. Oh. You know what I mean? Little subtleties. You hear what I'm saying? Like, Like, little shit like that means a difference. I'm just like, don't take away from yourself. Like, now introducing, like, not your first, your next comedian. Like, you're a comedian, too. Yeah. You just took a different slot tonight. Yeah, yeah. You took host, which I think is one of the hardest things to do. Hosting is hard. Surely when your comedians aren't dope. Like, you go up there and you think you book somebody, you think you book somebody dope. And, like, they go up there and they, all right, like, you got to recover for that. Like, yeah. Now you got to go up there. You got to balance that out. You got to get the crowd back you gotta in. The you got to bring out your next it. comedian and try to give them the same energy that they left off with before, you know, before it was okay or mediocre, right? Right. So that one, I give like Tina San Lucas hella credit for that because I don't care what her room looks like, but for the next comedian comes out, that room is warm. Yeah. That room is warm. That it's room welcoming. Is warm. Yeah. Like if you fuck up, that's your fault. Like it, it wasn't a room. Yeah. It wasn't the comedian before you. She makes sure that you get a, a, a fair... Playing around, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, that's one thing I appreciate about the dope room. Uh, on top of that, Tina, like I said, Tina's just dope. Like, Tina has, Tina, env- she, she, you know, she evolves her comedy daily. You know, mm-hmm. her, t- her comedy gets better daily. Her set gets better every show. Right. Um, her bits get better every every time she has more, more than three people around me. Yep. Yeah. More she has The moment she has more than three people around her, her set gets tighter. And... And the door room itself gets better every time she does it because she, she learns from my last production.
0: Like she cares so much about it and it's her yeah, baby. She puts so like much energy. She works into it. so hard. It's in the backyard right.
1: of her fucking house. I'm just, just like, yeah, like I'm, just, you gotta give her credit, man. I'm just like, like, ah, like I've seen a lot of people's backyards and I'm just like, we could do something back here, but not that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not that. I'm like, that takes energy. That takes love. That takes love. That takes love and energy. And she loves comedy. She loves what she does. She loves the people that are there and she loves comedians. That she books and she hand selects every comedian. I'm. It's a privilege to be selected. Cause. And, and
0: she stresses about the whole thing. Like, she, she cares about it so much. She's, like, she's always worried that, like, I mean, I'm mean i I'm just making something up. But it could be something like, oh, my gosh, I, I cut him off 30 seconds early. Do you think he's going to be upset? You know, like, she, she worries about, about the littlest detail because it's so important to her.
1: Yeah, she felt bad laughing too loud during somebody's set. <laughs> see, and I'm you like, go. you're fucking laughing. I'm just like, how did that go wrong? Right, but I'm like, she felt bad laughing too loud. Like, this one's like, she's very considerate. Um, I've always, I've always appreciated Tina. Like, Tina is one of those people in the comedy game that like I see as a friend. Yeah, and I know you do too. You, yes, you and Johnny Taylor do. Yeah, y'all, y'all friends are like, and I see her as a friend too. So, you know, it's even that much more special to be here on your podcast. Thanks, man. Because you and me don't really correlate like that. <clears> but I'm like, but we fuck with the same mutual people, so.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, right. We talk with
1: the same mutual people. So yeah,
0: and and every time I see you, I'm like, all right, an ally. You know. Yeah, I that's definitely true. think that. Have you um like I really uh, one of the things that I really like about about Tina San Lucas's show is that it's it's what we call like an alt show. Like it's an alternative venue, and mm-hmm. it's something that's like you know it's it's not at a club. So um another alternative show that that's kind of making uh, so, some buzz here in town. And I don't know if you've heard about it. Um, have you heard about the living room show?
1: I haven't.
0: Yeah, so um, uh, Ruby Setnick and uh, Miriam Musavi mm. um, have have started doing like this this like alternative show like in their living room, and they're they're drawing some some great crowds, you know, and 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 some great comics. What what how what do you how do you how do you like those alternative shows versus like I like shit like that because it's whatever. way more intimate.
1: This, one just like you know you go to High Water No Knock to Mars, but I'm like you go to High water, It's like it's kind of like a corporate thing. Like, you know, okay. people are gonna show up there regardless. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could put out a flyer, advertise it, you could be on a show, advertise it or not. People gonna show up regardless. When you go to an alternative show like the dope room or that living room show that you're talking about by Ruby. Yep. Like, you know, Ruby and, and, and Merriam. Yep. It's way more intimate. So like when you come there, you were personally invited. Right. You know what I mean? You're personally invited. Like you're in a you're in a sacred space. You're in someone's home. Yeah. You know, in both of those things, you're in someone's home. Like it's they went out their way to make sure that you were there. Yeah, you know, and while you're there, they, they go out their way to make sure you're comfortable. So I'm like, I'm not taking anything away from any other show that I do, but it, of, course, of course, it not. has yeah. to feel a little bit. It has to, by nature, feel a little bit more special to be in that living room versus at a comedy club, right? You know what I mean? I'm like, you are getting the same experience in a way more comfortable setting and a setting that you were personally invited to. I'm like, how did how do you not feel like you won? Right. In that environment, yeah. So like, you know, I've never even heard about ruby's room like so like i'd be more than like if they ever invited me i'd be more than welcome i'm just like that's that's the an intimate space yeah it yeah
0: I, I really i really like seeing the these these new types of shows popping I up it. because like I, I really think there's room for everyone that has an idea because i think sometimes that like some comics get frustrated with like oh i haven't been booked at laughs yet or i haven't been booked uh, a punchline yet or like and you know, I'm like just get booked.
1: But I you know like if you were doing like all Carnival cruise ship contracts, which you can do through Entertainment Worldwide, I just dropped the gym. <laughs> if you want to do cruise ships, you you go through entertainmentworldwide.com. That's how you do that. I'm <laughs> like, yeah, that's how that's how my black ass is on Carnival cruise almost like 6 months next year.
0: All right. Really? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm telling you too, like entertainmentworldwide.com. If you ain't got no wife and no spouse and no kids, right. what the fuck are you waiting for? Like like get booked. <laughs> like I, Your book, I've baby. Always, I've always thought that
0: would be fun to do to do the carnival circuit for a couple of months.
1: That's just retarded, man. You get paid fifteen hundred to thirty five hundred a week, really, for an hour of dirty and thirty of clean. You got to think you're on a boat for five to seven days, an hour dirty or hour adult. I'll put it that way because it be clean. Because it, it, it be it could be clean and still be. You know, adult worthy, you know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, where somebody came out their way, left their room, had three glasses of wine, one day, some raunchy shit. You can get what they want without cursing, cursing or going to certain it's That supposed, ain't me. Especially like oh, Like, I'm, you see me performing, that is not me. But I'm like, but some other comedians could do that. But I'm gonna give you an hour of fucking dirty. <laughs> yeah. Straight raunchy, like 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 having took a shower in three days, like dirty. <laughs> like <laughs> dirty. <laughs> yeah, it was like And thirty clean. And you're gonna get paid fifteen hundred to thirty five hundred a week. Yeah, I, I take that. Yeah, I see it. That's an hour and a half of work for seven days, getting paid fifteen hundred dollars minimum.
0: That sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. One,
1: most jobs don't pay that. Nope. most jobs don't pay that. If you get paid more than that, you're more happy, more lucky to you. <laughs> like if you get paid that, because it's fifteen hundred a week, right? Per se. So that's about like what six bands a month? Yep. I don't know too many people making six bands a month, and if they do, they're not doing it, doing that. Exactly. It's an hour and a half full of work. Yep. Yeah, so you know, so just laying that gym for anybody that's like, they want to see a different approach, you know, they can't get booked that last fuck laughs like mm-hmm. it get booked that car on foot. like it yeah just, just booked anywhere baby
0: or, <laughs> like, or, or, or what i was like i guess the the where i was going with that is yeah, like ahead, just pal. just create your own show right yeah yeah right like you kind of created your own festival a couple months ago i did how did that go I, how and how stressful was that to put together so
1: oh my gosh i'm glad you brought this up because i always you forget just, about like, it like
0: immediately like relax like oh my gosh like no nah,
1: because i forgot about i totally forgot because i'm i'm always so focused on the next ticket i forget about shit that i've done so i'm like wow that's a great that's a great Thing to think about Yeah well, I'm like So So uh, uh, Saying that I've gotten From an a, a older comedian To me He's one of my mentors I'm not gonna say his name right but, uh, but he always told me That great Competitors and, and great athletes Whoever they were In their lane They have a horrible memory If they did good They did great They did horrible Who cares Like next You know what I mean So it's yeah. like So it's like it, I headlined that show I headlined When I did that show On October 20th At uh, Tommy T's right. I headlined that show and I didn't do as well as I could have. I'm not gonna lie. I drank a little bit too much. Like they sent up like three bottles of Hennessy Privilege, 80 wings. I ain't know how to act. Like I was feeling myself. I'm like, all this shit's on me. Like I didn't give a fuck. I'm up there showing love. Tina was up there with me. Uh, Josh Means, everybody's up there. And uh, I went a little bit too far. I went a little bit too. I drank a little bit too much, but but I, I did my job. I did my job that night. Right. But I not gonna I did better, but you know. But and I'll say that just for anybody that's listening, that was actually at the show. Like I not gonna I done better. I was like, my bad. But, um, but in general, that, that show was ridiculous to put together because one, that night I provided a stage for, I'm going to say like, cause I had Robert Amado and Marcus Mayham and them. They were there. Yep. But once you take away them and Robert Brady and the rest of them, none of them have ever been on Tommy C's stage.
0: Mm, Interesting.
1: None of them. So I, I gave a lot of comedians a chance to be on stage for the first time at Tommy T's to kind of like do their debut. Yeah. Not even knowing it. Like I just invite them. I'm just yep. like, Hey, just come through, kick it. They came there, and I seen they actually came. I was like, you know what? Got like thirty minutes to spare. I don't feel like headlining quite right now. Y'all want to go up? And they all said, yeah. And I was like, next thing you know, I had when. I, so when I did this show on October twentieth, I gave a lot of comedians a platform that they. Ne- I'm not gonna say that they never would have had access to. That's that's taking too much credit from them. Right. So I'm not gonna say that. But but I gave them a uh, I gave them a stage that I knew I could promise. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that meant something to me. You know that meant something to me. Like being able to provide that. Surely being a uh, you know a comedian. In Sacramento that's not from here. Right. Being able to provide a stage like that for, you know, sac you know, Sac comedians I know not only are one hungry, but two, they talented. Right. Yeah, they talented. And I wanted to give them a stage that they've never been exposed to. And they came through and they all rocked out. It
0: it is they a, all rocked out. It is a trip like how much talent is out here, right? Like It's a lot. And it's it's, it's a uh it's it's challenging and um I heard I heard Ben Rice say, uh in a comment thread, like he didn't tell me or anything like that, but like somebody posted something on Facebook saying like, why do you think blah, blah, blah is so good out here. Right. Like the comedy. Right. And Ben Rice said like what you have in Sacramento right now is, is iron sharpening iron. Yeah. Like, like you're going out and, and at open mics, like dude, like you go to an open mic and like Ellis Rodriguez and, uh, uh, uh um, God, why am I forgetting names right now? But like Ellis Rodriguez, like Kyrie Shabazz, uh, Diego Corriel. Yeah. Like, are, are there? You know and these are hitters, like these yeah. are people
1: with like heart of the city. Yes, Comedy exactly. Central. Yes, you And, know, they're, and they're, Amazon they're, Prime Video. Like they on this shit. Like they really doing this shit. Like and they're trying. And they'll out, come through and show love. And they're like, trying
0: out brand new bits. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, yeah. the, And and the, they'll talk to you, and and
1: it's just such a, it's such a great city to be in. You know, And you don't see that shit nowhere else. I, didn't see, in, I didn't see that I didn't see them in Baltimore. Really? Yeah. Like the type of love y'all show me in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. The prefix. I'm even on this podcast right now. Like okay. y'all show me love out here in Sac. Like, right. I'm right. I ain't like from here, Like, I show y'all love. Y'all show me love. Like, it's a beautiful thing, right? Like the way I see it is like I can't do that in Baltimore, man. Like, the, the
0: the way I see it is like I we can't do that. we all gotta leverage each other. Yeah. Like we all gotta we all gotta help each other out and like help 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 hold each other up, you know, and and kind of just keep pushing each other forward because mm-hmm. like the way I see it, like we're we're all running parallel, mm-hmm. right? And some of us may maybe a little bit slower pace, some of us a little bit faster pace, but we're all we're all meeting at the same places like yeah. we all see each other at Vince's we all see each other at on the y yeah. we see each other at stab at the at the comedy spot you yeah. know yeah it's a lot of fun what I want to bring up right now was yeah toss you know just, what so, <laughs> like oh, so here, here's just. something I wanted to ask <laughs> you about so um over over the break like I was I was over the break like I had a few days off for, for Christmas right and I was just doing much like some reading and some writing and some researching on like, like some thinking about like the, you know what, what i want to write and what i want to focus on and i think johnny taylor like talked to me one day and he's like man just really focus on a, on a solid 10 minutes like just focus on like like don't worry so much about writing new material like get like 7 10 15 minutes that are just solid
1: right yeah and you I, have a solid 15 i'll tell you that for experience and, you have a solid 15 and, bro and, like, and your 15 is ridiculous and, and like, so so here, here's what i did i though. love your fifteen. here's what
0: i did is that I know that, like in the last year and a half, I've been watching like every every comic that puts up a, an hour special, like Netflix, Hulu, whoever puts it up. Like I you watch, watch it just because Netflix thought they were it. worthy, right? Yeah, hey, you just it. watch it. Yeah, but you know what I did over over the holiday? What's I up? went back and I watched like um, Chris Rock, um, Cedric the Entertainer when they were doing five- and seven-minute sets on, like, Def Comedy Jam.
1: They hit it so differently, don't they?
0: And to see what it was like for them to own— Like, Chris Rock did a five-minute set.
1: And went nuts.
0: And went nuts. And half of it—no, not half of it, but, like, a good 45 seconds of it was him just doing Michael Jackson.
1: You know that was the thing back then. Though. And yeah, they played. And, they played the current events. Like, and I they for, did.
0: And that, okay, and then that's the thing too. Is like like addressing
1: what, Michael Jackson back then is like addressing Trump now. Like you, you're playing the current events. Like yeah,
0: and then and and, it's like,
1: are you going to sound like the next committee, or are you going to really tell me something different? Like,
0: so, so it was a trip to go back and watch these five and seven minute sets and see them like really yeah. like. It's, it was it was amazing to to watch those those seven minute sets. Who who were some of your early influences?
1: Ah uh, shit, Chris Tucker. When I seen Chris Tucker on Def Jam, man, that shit was ridiculous. When he did that Michael Jackson bit, I watched that bit just the other night. Man, he was like, "What if Michael Jackson was a pimp?" <laughs> <laughs> he was like, life. "Tito, Tito, where's my bitches?" And I'm like, "I mean, as fucking Tito, where's my bitches?" Like, t- it. What was that? Is it one of my hoes on sitting on the curb? And Like it's just like he'd be weak as fuck. <laughs> like it was funny as fuck, and I was just like, oh my god! Like, and I watched that entire bit. Like, and I kept watching it and watching and it. watching. It never got old to me. Right. And never. Got, it was like, what if Michael Jackson was a pimp? Like that's all it took. Like from that before he even explained the bit. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what if Michael Jackson was a pimp? Like the voice, everything he had it down. I was just like, yes, Chris got it. Like uh, Eddie Griffin. Okay. Eddie Griffin did. What if uh, Michael Jackson was a crackhead? Mm-hmm. Like what if he throw? What, what if he wrote Thriller doing crack and like and he gave the whole example like it's like he he started doing like the whole old dance from Thriller and shit and, like yeah yeah he's just like and just in between just imagine him taking a line of crack and he was just and like he was taking a line like and it was funny as shit it was, like and he closed his show with this mm-hmm. like I don't care if he was on a fifth a five a ten or a fifteen because he got to a point where he was on fifteen on the death and Eddie Griffin would just kill that shit he would close it out with uh, with, the, with the Michael Jackson joke it was funny as fuck. Who, and, uh,
0: was, who was the comic that, that that did the "I ain't afraid, I ain't scared of you"?
1: I'm not sure. That's afraid. uh, that's Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. Bernie yes. Mac. And he came out after a comedian that bombed, mind you. Really? You know how hard that is? Like I'm talking about, the crowd was silent yeah. for five to ten minutes. Silent. Right. I'm talking about like you didn't hear no booze, <laughs> no hurrahs. Like i t- silence is a beautiful thing in between laughs. If there's no laugh, silence is horrible. So I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm just like, cause you know, as a comedian, like, silence is cool. Because silence mean they listening. Yeah, yeah. They waiting to laugh. They waiting to laugh. Just give them something to laugh at. Like, you you building up to it. Mm-hmm. You might be explaining the story. They might not be laughing at the details. But they'll laugh at the punchline, right? Like, right. you building up to your story. This comedian sucked on all ends. I'm talking about, like, building the story, telling the story, the end of the story. Niggas suck. It was like it was like it's like Bernie Mac just came on, like, I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Like, oh my gosh. That that Like, bit like y'all gonna so laugh good. at me. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Like and I love that. Like he came out with so much confidence. And like, that's probably the most bravest stand-up I've ever seen. Come like, And
0: it's only like seven minutes. Yeah, and I'm like, but it's it, only like seven minutes. It was one of the minutes.
1: first times Bernie was ever recorded. But it was it mm-hmm. was on a it was on a feed. After a comedian that just bombed.
0: That's so interesting. I didn't know that. I'm talking about like
1: they bombed. Like the comedian before him bombed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and Bernie just came out and killed that shit. He was like, I'm dope. If you like it or not. Like mm-hmm. if you, if I'm your cup of tea or not. And I've seen comedians say, there's a lot of tea in the world, but I'm not your cup. No, fuck that. If you funny. And it's not a knock. Because I've heard like three comedians that are locally say this. And it's not a knock to them. But I'm just like, but honestly, in my opinion, if you're funny, fuck what you're saying. Yeah. You're funny. Yeah. Like, I said, I hate white people in Chico. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I said we should have reparations in fucking, like, Annapolis. Like, like <laughs> I don't want to hear this shit. Like, I was just like, if you're funny, that shit yes. hits. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, and it hit. It hit. Like, and Bernie Mac hit that night, man. I'm like, and it, it made a milestone. It, it set the bar. And well, I'm like, here, it, here we are talking about it 30 years later. And that's what I'm saying. It set the fucking bar. And I so watched just like, it just it did the other die. night, and I laughed my ass off. It's too it funny. it's so good. It's, it's so good. Fun.
0: Are you so... Bernie Mac, uh, Chris Tucker, these these were guys that were, that were coming up while you were watching them. Like it was it was. The, I was young. Was, I was like
1: seven, eight years old, man. Oh, that's like the watching I was these casts, Like yeah, young. Like and, and back then, I'm just like, damn. How do I turn a class clown into an income? Right. Like it's, yeah. And most people don't know how to do that, but comedy's the answer.
0: And so, who were the comics that you had to like look up and study? Like
1: like did you did you look- Dave Chappelle? Oh okay. Uh, Robert Williams. Uh, and and I look around the whole line because. They all attack it from a different angle. Right. They all attack it from a different angle. They Some might be clean, some might be dirty. Mm-hmm. But they all have their angle. And I, what I always wanted to do as a comedian is encompass all of that into one comedian. Right. So I wanted to be Cat Williams and Kevin Hart and Dave Chappelle and Robin Williams and George Carvin and fucking Bernie Mac. I wanted to be all of that in one comedian. Mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy, especially Eddie Murphy. Surely because I look like the motherfucker, but I'm just like, yeah, but I'm like, but especially, I was like, how do I take all of that and make that into one comedian? And I was just like, what did they all do? They were all funny, but one song, one acted, one could do voiceover, Mm -hmm. one could do fucking impersonation. So I was just like, how do I encompass that? I was like, you do everything.
0: Well, they said that I was reading an article uh, just this week and because everyone was just talking about Eddie Murphy on Saturday Night Live, and they said that, that that's what... Made uh, I mean, Aside from Eddie Murphy being like limited, limitedlessly talented and funny is that he sang. He did impersonations. He did pop culture with Michael Jackson, Mr. T. Remember he did Mr. T? Yeah. He did yeah, Michael Jackson. He played characters on SNL. Yes. He and, played hella and uh hella and, and that's what made him such a crossover hit, you know?
1: And that's kind of how I, I try to embody my comedy. So like, right. you know, like I've done like bits where I do the mess song. Mm-hmm. There's another recent bit that I haven't done in front of you where where like I do a song about like uh, sorry I I pretty much like reanimate the song about the Grinch. Oh, okay Yeah, because like cause a lot of people just like, you know, like I don't understand why the Grinch is so grumpy and I'm just like If you think about it like he has the ghosts of fucking Frank Sinatra singing shit about him the entire movie So I'm just like <laughs> how the fuck do you expect this guy to be in a good mood? Right and I sing a song about the shit like and I take the Grinch song the theme song and I just flip it around and I put my own lyrics and I, I, I even sing it for you in a sec, but I'm just like, but it was it was funny as fuck because a lot of people, you know, they know the original song, so to hear my version of it, yeah, it's a little eye opening. Yeah, cause I was just like, it, they hated the Grinch. Like, I was like, how the fuck do you expect? this? Like, this guy would have literally been like, Green Power, fuck Whoville. Like, how do you mad at this guy? Like, you have been giving him shit since he been born. Like, I was like, how do you hate this guy? Like, like he hates you by default. Like, he's supposed to. Like, y'all been giving him shit. So, you know, that that joke itself. Like where it was accomplished from, and like even like the, the the level of energy that I bring to comedy when I just look at like my bits in general, it all comes from that that stem of energy where I'm just like, who cares? I was like, who cares if like I don't agree with that, you know, the the status quo, or if I if I say something that everyone doesn't correlate with in terms of like you know relations when they, they make an opinion, mm-hmm. I don't expect them to, and I don't want you to. Like 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 one of my just like when I say I will be sweating like R Kelly, or the girls got me like. And I can mix that however I want, right? I can put that joke however I want. Like, I came to the airport, came from Chicago, whatever, right? Like, And I flip that joke how I want. That joke means something to me because you're thinking about how I'm sweating. I'm thinking about how you're thinking about R. Kelly right now and how unfair these charges are. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, like, it like, it's just way after the fact, right? Uh-huh. So I'm just like, uh, and I always thought it was kind of fucked up. Yeah, do he deserve jail time? Yes. Does he deserve how much jail time he got? No. Right. Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself, but I'm like I'm I'm gonna just keep I don't give a fuck Jesse. Just as like as I'm gonna say what how I feel like, and it's one thing like I love about comedy like I get the platform to just say how I feel like, you know, and you might not always agree, but you're gonna laugh and like and I, and I feel like I did my job at that point.
0: And you know what though, um, I was listening to a podcast that I think uh, I think it was Johnny Taylor and uh, Keith Low Jensen were talking, and they were talking about how you're not always going to like. They said something to the extent that if you're killing every night in every club, then you're really not taking chances. Like you're not always going to like the crowd's not always going to love what you have to say, but at least you got the guts to say what you want to say. And you learn that like, okay, that joke's not going to fly at this club, but I still practiced it and I got it out. But like, you're not always going to kill. Like if you are killing like, you're kind of you're kind of like 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 uh, what do they call it? pandering to the crowd, yeah. you know, that it's 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 kind of cool. Yeah, I don't like,
1: like that at that point because I'm just like take the challenge. Yeah, like I'll say I hate I, my opening joke was I hate white people in Chico. Uh huh.
0: Like that's rough. Yeah, you're ballsy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. i was just
1: like it, and, and it went pretty well because I flipped it. Like it didn't go as well at first. Mm-hmm. I'm like when well, I said it and I had to blank stare and I had to explain myself. I was like ah, well you, you guys were my PO and the best. Had I've ever had Like I had to flip it right Like it was like, like, like <laughs> I had to flip it right? right But I'm like But it but it worked out And And there's times where that joke just might not work out No matter where the fuck I'm at, But I'm gonna still say it You know what I mean Yeah I'm not gonna say something Just to make y'all laugh And the only time I will do that Is if I'm being paid If it's a paid gig I'm not gonna lie Jesse If it's a paid gig I'm gonna say whatever do the works dance. I'm gonna do the dance Like uh-huh. you guys wanna see me Do the ducky Fuck it Like <laughs> <laughs> Like fuck it right Like yeah like, Cause I'm being paid But I'm like But if I'm there on my own merit. It's for me. I'm there for me perspective.
0: Okay. Yeah. If I'm being paid,
1: I'm there to make y'all laugh. If I'm not being paid, I'm there to make me laugh. Okay. And I hope you laugh with me. Right. And if you don't, oh well. Like I'm here for me. Yep. You know what I mean? I'm here to work on my shit. Like I'm here to work on my jokes. Like what I think is funny. So that's the big game changer for me. And and a lot of people, you know, they don't see it that way. So they go to a paid gig and do the jokes they like. I'm like, no, that's not the night for that. Like, do what you know works. Like. Like yeah. if I'm being paid at that gig, I'll get I'll get there early, hour early, and I'll talk to the crowd. I I pick their brain. Like what do y'all like? Like who'd you vote for? Like I'll ask them those type of questions. Like I don't give a shit, and they'll look at me kind of crazy, but they'll understand when I get when I grab the mic.
0: Yeah, because it's to tailor to you. I wanted to ask you about that a little bit ago. It's like right. how how important how important is it to to get to a show early and read the crowd.
1: Uh like I said if I'm being paid, I yeah. want to be there an hour early. I want to pick their brain, I want to talk to them, I want to get a drink with them. Like I want to holler at them. Like I want to pick their brain cuz like I'm there for them at that point. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm being paid by their their, you know, admission fee whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever their two item minimum, they like, whatever. Yeah. I'm being paid by them. So I'm down there on their dollar. Of course. I owe them a show. And I'm going to make sure I make them laugh. So like I'm going to go there and I'm gonna, I'm going to pick their brain to see and make sure that I'm making them laugh. And if And if I see those are topics that are something that are not in my wheelhouse, something that I don't normally talk about, I come out my comfort zone. Like, you know, I've been to a show early where I was being paid and I got there early and I'm talking to the crowd and the crowd wanted to hear about zombies and oral sex. Like, that's what the fuck I kept hearing. All I kept hearing was oral sex and zombies. And And I'm just like, you know what? I'm about to tell a lot of walking dead Pornhub jokes. Like, I'm just like, whatever. Like, that's what they wanted. Like, I was like, did I want to tell those? Hell no. Right, like, I want to tell them about how my ex bitch had epilepsy, but they didn't want to hear that shit. So like I told them what they wanted, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Because I'm being paid. Versus high water, I'm not being paid. Not no, no shout out to Mars. You should start paying us. But not, no no shout out to Mars. I'm like, when I, fuck that. If you the last two complete, you be, should be paid. But I'm like, I'll give a fuck. I'll say you ain't got to say. It cause I know you could be you could be gender neutral like fucking tranny fluid. But look, I'm just saying like I'm gonna say what I want. Like the motherfucker should be paying the last two pound. Because you know we add value to your show. You know that. Say what you want. And I'm saying this to any comedian that's listening. When you're in a comedian slot and you're not being paid, that's for you. Mm -hmm. That's not for the venue. It's not for the people. It's for you. Because if it was for you, they'd have paid you. Right, right. So if you're not being paid, it's for you. You went there for you. And if you're going there for you, get what you want out of it. So if you want to try some new material, try it. I don't give a fuck what platform it's on. You can be at laughs. If they're not paying you, try it.
0: I hear that. I hear hear what I'm saying. Like, try
1: your shit. Like, try like you don't know if it's funny until you try it, right? Yep. And why not try it on the best stage? Exactly. Fuck a showcase. Fuck open mic. Like, try that show. Try it. Like, I people feel limited to do that, and I don't want to discourage comics from saying a joke that they know works. Neither. Because a lot of comics are like, if I'm being paid, I'm gonna do what works. That's cool. But if you really feel strongly in a joke, try that shit. I hear that. Yeah, hear try that. that shit. Like a lot of comments are discouraged from doing that. Like I'm not gonna try it because I've never tried it. I've never, you know, it's never been said in public. No one's ever heard me say it before, so I'm not gonna try it. This show because I'm being paid. No, fuck that. If you really think it's funny, do it. That's do some it. great. That's some great advice. Yeah, I'm like do that shit. If you really think it's funny, like I'm like not not thinking. If you know that shit is funny, mm-hmm. like when you say it in your head, you laugh. Like like fuck that. Try that shit. Try that shit. You never know. It might be like you might joke. have to
0: rearrange it. You might have to set it up differently. Yeah, you and like and
1: to. then work on it at open mic, right? Like right. you got a few laughs, but you know you can get more laughs. Then work on it, but like say that shit. Like you, I I hate when comments do that.
0: Do you do stuff like record your set
1: or like write down your stuff? Like how what's your process like? So when so so when I do a show, I normally don't record myself. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter if it's like something I've said before or like I'm trying it, I just don't try. I just don't record myself. Like, I just go up there, I do my thing, and I, I take my mental notes, I write it down, you know, and I keep it moving. But uh, sets I do record are sets where I know where either what I'm trying or what I'm about to do works.
0: Oh, uh, I gotcha.
1: You know what I mean? So, it, you know, once out of every like four shows at High Highwater, I'll tell somebody, I'll be like, hey, record this. Because mm-hmm. I know I'm about, like, I'm feeling it. I'm just like, this is the crowd tonight. Because, like, it ain't always your jokes. Sometimes your crowd has to be tailored to your jokes. Exactly, and it's been a couple of nights. Like there's been nights where like I never forget. I went after you and Tina at Highwater, mm-hmm. and both your sets were fire. Mm-hmm. But the crowd, they needed crowd control. You know what I mean? They uh-huh. needed crowd control. Like they were a little bit out of hand. It was it was right before the holidays, right before Thanksgiving. Yep. They were a little drunk. They wasn't listening. Yeah. And I know both of y'all funny. Both of y'all fucking hilarious. Uh huh. But they just wasn't listening. And I was like, before I say one joke, I need to get this crowd back. And I went up there with a little bit of crowd control. And I'm like, sometimes it, you have to come out of your, your your comfort zone, sometimes, surely as a comedian, to make sure that you're funny. I'm like, because you know your shit's funny. You know your set's fire. Like, you've done it at, like, what, Punchline? You've done it over at fucking... Like, you specifically, you've done your sets at Punchline, you've done your sets. Right, right. Call back, blah, 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 blah. You know your shit works. Mm-hmm. You know it's funny. But they're not listening. You got to be a dick sometimes, bro. Like, And I was like... It, a lot of comedians, show the people like yourself, like you, Tina, D-Rock, like, y'all hella, y'all hella nice, like, y'all, like, you know, y'all, listen, whatever, I'm gonna just say, my say. I'm gonna get off, like, no, fuck that, make them listen, like, put your dick in their throat, like, gotcha, I gotcha, yeah, like, sometimes people, like, 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 like swallow me, like, fuck you, like, I'm dope, like, like, you don't get an <laughs> option not to listen to me,
0: like, you're gonna like this,
1: yeah, you're gonna like this, like, and if you don't know it, like, let me make sure you listen, like, I'll go sit next to a motherfucker that's talking, like, I won't call him out, like, be quiet, don't talk, I'll sit right next to you. Yeah, so this one time at band camp, like, I sit right next to you, like, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, you're going to listen to me. uh Because I'm dope. Like, I didn't come out here for free for nothing. Right. Fuck that. Like, I'm not getting nothing out of this, so I'm going to get something out of this. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah, it's gonna be worth it. Yeah, it's gonna be worth it. If I'm gonna come out here for free, it's gonna be worth it. And you gotta show motherfuckers that sometimes. Like, and I'm telling you that personally. Like, I want you to do that more. No, you're absolutely right. Like when a like, crowd not listen, you're funny. So if a crowd's not listening, fuck you. Like, come here, bitch. <laughs> this is yeah. like this is my stage. Like, I have a microphone. That's why I love Mars is Mars reminds you that he has a fucking microphone. <laughs> yeah, like, and yeah. I love that. I'm like, you have to do that sometimes. Like, like I was like, I would take a joke, you might not think it's funny but I have a microphone. <laughs> and it's just like, it's like, you're going to yeah. listen. Like that's all that says, like you're going to listen. Yeah. If you like it or not. Yeah. And it's just like, make them listen. Right on. Right Some on. Some people want to laugh,
0: and don't even know it. What's, it um, seems like you had a really great year. And um, I had a good year, man. Like and, I,
1: I can't from, I had a good year. And uh, It could have been better, but it could have been worse. I, definitely. I
0: made, I made a statement earlier tonight that like, because like right now it's like the end of the year and everybody's like, oh, new year, new me. But like,
1: I ain't changing shit next year I think year. that's a bunch of bullshit Like if you're on some new year New me shit Like you probably been Bullshitting this you year You waiting You been bullshitting this year yeah. yeah yeah And that's all it tells me Like yeah. I'm like Why well, take a new year For you to elevate Yeah so like, All it takes is a mistake For me to elevate So like I'm like, not I'm not even Alright Drake too much Let me chill out
0: I'm not even gonna say like You know what do you What do you have in store For next year it's like, Cause like it really seems like You're just gonna keep doing What you've been doing Yeah I'm gonna
1: just Keep grinding Jesse Like I am but I'm, but there's things that I learned from this year. Really? Yeah, I'll tell you. You want to share like, yeah. some? Yeah. Yeah, cause, yeah, cause I'm like, it, cause I've talked to you, I've talked to Tina, and when I talk to y'all, y'all talk to me like I got it figured out, and I don't. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, Jesse. Like I don't. Like I'm gonna keep it so real with you. <laughs> like it looked like I have a plan, like and like I know what I'm doing in this comedy shit, but I don't. Like I just I, I go out and I hate these mics and I just hope for the best, just like y'all do. Yeah. I don't know what's next. Like I don't. I don't have a plan. Like I don't. Like I don't have a plan. Like I. I have a plan and how I want to execute my comedy, but in terms of like, do I know like, do I have a deadline? Do I have right. like a promise? Do I have a guarantee over here on what this? Nah, like shit just pops up, mm-hmm. like today, like even being here with you, this popped up, like, you know? Yeah, I, did I message you today or yesterday? It, it was, was yesterday, but I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, but yeah, this it was like a spur of the moment thing. Like I was here in less than forty eight hours. Like I, I never know what's next, and I'm like, as a comedian, you should never know what's next. Yeah. I'm like, and if you do, it probably sucks. Like I'm like, you should never know what's next. Like you, I'm like, just roll with it. And like, you
0: you really do preach that because like yesterday when I was talking to you, you said, I'm rolling to San Francisco. Do you want to join me? And I was like, uh no. I was like, but then and then this morning, like I was talking to Tina and I was And like, she came. Yeah. And she I was came. Like, what yeah. you She's like, Oh, I'm driving to San Francisco to do something and it's like, but it's like but it's what it's going back to what you just said, is like
1: you just you don't know what's next, just do it. Yeah, just do it. And there's no wrong way to do this shit. Just do it. Yeah, and that's why I'll be trying to explain it every comedian that's like still at the open mic level, they've never been booked yet or whatever, like wherever they are, right? Like, Mm -hmm. there's no wrong way to do this shit. If somebody invites you to a show, go. Yeah. Go, stupid ass. Like, go. (laughs) Like, go. Like, somebody invites you to a show and they give you five minutes and you know you got a 15, who cares? Do your five. Yeah. I just did five in front of Mean Dave and them. Like, I was over there with me, uh, mean Dave, Pete Munez, Nicole, Alexis, and them. I'm like, they never seen me perform. They didn't know how funny I was. And I know I can do 15. Easy. I could have yeah. hosted. Like I could have went nuts. But I'ma just do my five. Right. Yeah, I'm like, show them you dope. Like, you got your points sometimes. Like, I hate when people feel like they get to skip the process. I was like, you already get to skip the process with YouTube and fucking face, you know, Facebook and World Star. You already right. get to skip the most of the process. You got to think, you didn't know who the fuck Just Hilarious or DC Young Fly was two years ago.
0: Right, right. You know now, though. Right. You
1: know both those names are. Right. Yeah, you never met neither one of them. Like, yeah, like social media did that for them. So I'm just like, you. What, so many resources and tools on hand. If you're not famous, it's your fault. That ass, like, hey, that's you and my fault. Like, it, like that ass, we're not excluded. Like, if you're not famous, it's your fault. Right, right. We're not doing enough. Like, It's that simple. And if you're not doing comedy, maybe you're not funny. And if you're doing comedy you're not getting last, again, maybe you're not funny. I'm just like, it is what it is. Like, I'm just like, I'm not saying that you can't be funny. Hit the drawing board. Right. Like, don't give up. Like, don't, like, that's not, there's no end result to this shit. Like, just do what makes you happy. Like, and like just keep pushing. Like, do, like, do this shit. Like, like do it and I mean it. Yeah. And when you mean, like, when you mean what you do, you'll eventually find what you want from it. Like, you'll, you'll find peace. You'll find peace. And a lot of people don't find peace in comedy because they don't put their all into it. They that's, don't.
0: that's some That's some great advice man
1: Yeah they don't man they, like, they go to open mic And like you know Do a half fast set Just got off work Half tired Just like, I didn't get that many laughs Cause you didn't give that much effort Like fuck you Like like I didn't laugh neither Fuck you You ain't funny Like I'll be that asshole Like you weren't funny Like I'll, like, I'll tell you Like And knowing that you could be Knowing that you could be But if you didn't give that effort I'm not gonna give you that credit Yeah I'm like you have to get that effort And I'm like I promise you I don't give a fuck What level of comedian you at right now You could be at open mic You be getting booked you can be a headliner or a host. If you're not putting a hundred percent effort, we notice. Anybody that loves this shit as much as you think you love you, as much as you think you 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 know you, you love this shit, we notice. We notice and we see if you're giving your effort or not. And like yep. and this there's names I don't mind naming. Like Wendy, I see Wendy's giving her all. Yeah. Wendy's giving her all. Like Wendy Lewis is giving her fucking all. Like I see her. I seen her host down at SF, down at Punchline, down all at SF. All over the place. I seen her, like, yeah, she's on the end of the, you know, end end of the year last over at Punchline. Like, I see her working. Yep. Like she had line when I was over at, over at Folsom over there with Jason Bargett. Like, I seen her giving her all. Like, so I was just like, if she don't get what she want from this, she gave a fair run. Yeah. And I hope she do get what she want from this.
0: I'm pretty sure. I mean, she works yeah, so yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah, I hope she
1: do get what she want from this. But yeah. like, she gave a fair run. Like if that that's one of the people I'm like, if "You don't get what you want. You know what? Bitch, you gave it y'all." Yeah. Like I seen you giving a fuck. Like, yeah, and I like that. Like, so I'm like, "Just give it y'all." Like I've
0: I've heard I've heard um older comics, like comics that have been doing doing it for like 20 and 30 years, they they get asked like of of all the people who started with you, who are the ones that made it? Right? Like, name some of the ones that made yeah, it. Yeah, at least it's small every time. And man. and he said, you know what? The ones that made it were the ones that never quit. Yeah. Like, there was like, and they would say, there were people who, like, five, six years in, they weren't funny, but they never quit. And they just kept working it and working it and working it. And then they figured it out. And it hit. But they never quit. Like, a year in, two years in, three years in, they loved it. Like you said, they loved it and they worked hard. And sometimes we're not funny, but sometimes it, like, we got to learn how to work the crowd, write a joke, yeah. b- deliver a joke, read a room. Like, there's so much to it, you know?
1: And I'm going to let you know right now, half the people that are on Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime Video, I don't think they're fucking funny. But they just keep working. And again, I'll give names. <laughs> like, <laughs> Amy Wong, <laughs> like fucking Anthony Johnson I don't think they're fucking funny. I don't. Uh-huh. I don't. But they've both been at the comedy store. So who the fuck am I, right? Right. Yeah, right. That's all. Like, who am I to judge, right? But I don't think they're personally funny. I don't. I, I think Anthony Jeselnik is hilarious. I, man, hey, he's wild. His opening joke is about, him jokes last about rape. That's a little edgy. But I'm just like, but, but I like him for even being but able to attack that angle and still get a that, laugh.
0: That's what I. That's what I gotta say about him is like <laughs> yeah, when I was watching like his angry. special because like I had never heard of him, and uh, Emily Peterson was here one night and she was like, dude, you gotta watch this. Watch this, Anthony Jeselnik and. When I was watching it, I was like, my job I was like, is he really talking about this? Yeah, and, and he can go
1: there. And you I thought, know why though? When your when your audience is Comedy Central but i thought netflix like, like you can talk about anything you want and I thought you're gonna find your target you know I thought, what i mean what like, I you're gonna think, find what it. i
0: kept thinking about was like how it's how many, a blessing of being on this how many nights like did he do this type of material like at an on the y or like at a Vince's, and like how many numerous times, times he did not and get a laugh exactly but he but he kept going how many times he did not get a like, laugh? like think
1: about how many times he went through not getting a laugh to finally get a, a laugh. lot yeah where well, he can get a room full of laughs and it, he still honed
0: his craft
1: it took a while. Yeah. It took a while. And it took longer than most because his material is edgier than most. So yeah. I'm like, I know it took longer. He took the longest route ever. Yep. Because his material is so edgy. And I'm not saying he's not funny. I'm not just funny saying when you look at him yeah. as a comedian what his material provides, and then you look at the people around you just like they could be famous if he did it. Yeah. And I'm not knocking him at all. Because I'm not on his level, so I'm not gonna sit here and act like I get to speak on his progress. But when you look at him just as a comedian, his material. Like you know as a comedian, surely being in Sacramento. But you gotta play PC to an extent. You do? You get to wild out, but you gotta play PC to an extent. Yep. I went up there and did the epilepsy joke. I'm like, that shit don't hit as hard. <laughs> uh, I, 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 like it hit hard in Baltimore, but it don't hit that hard here. Like Yeah. Like I gotta really work. be careful how I word it, right? And he gets to just go up there and just like, you wanna know what's funny about sexual assault? This is opening fucking the joke, Jesse. This is opening joke. Like, you wanna know what's funny about sexual assault? <laughs> like, and it's you roll with it. Like it why? Because his audience is Netflix. Yeah. Not Sack, not Last Unlimited, not Tommy T's. Yep. His audience is Netflix. Hey, you heard Dave Chappelle, you clicked on my face, goddammit. Like, that's right. That's yeah, right. you know what I mean? So I'm just like, once you get to that point, you can say what you want. Yep. And I'm like, but before you get to that point, and that's what, and back to what you were saying, I asked myself, like, how long did they stick to that set before it was funny? Yeah. Because it's always been funny. But before we thought it was funny. Exactly. Before Netflix thought it was funny. Before Comedy Central thought it was funny. How long do you stick to it? And that's why I'd be like comedians. Like, return your craft, do your thing. I don't know why I keep repeating that stuff. But I'm like, if there's comedians listening to this show, I want them to hear that. Because a lot of comedians are so discouraged from like one show. For I'm just sure. like, I did 30 shows in January. January. I did 30 free shows. Free. From Crow's Nest and, uh, and Blue's Lagoon. Down in fucking S, you know, down in SF and Santa Cruz, all the way back here to On the I did 30 shows in January. Right. 30. Before doing my first paid gig at Last Unlimited on January 31st. Or January 30th, down at, uh, yeah, at Last Unlimited with, uh, with Tristan Johnson. That was my mm-hmm. first paid show in Sacramento. Really? And it was this year, January. Yeah, and I've been doing comedy for how long?
0: Yeah, you said off and on, six
1: Yeah, damn the six years. That was my first paid show. So I'm just like, you can't give the fuck up. Like now I'm doing weddings, you know I'm in t- I'm in touch with comedy crews. Yeah, you know I was just on the radio down at SF, If I even came to yours, like mm-hmm. down to just I came straight from that studio down to yours. So I'm just like, you can't give the fuck up. I'm like just keep pushing, like right, like any comedian or entertainers listen. I'm like just keep pushing, like because there's there's no deadline for this shit. There's no there's no there's no entry date. There's no orientation. You got to find your own way in this shit. Like you do, you do. And I'm like, and the first thing I can tell you that that matters more than anything. That you, me, every other comedian that you and me fuck with did. We found out 15. Find your 15. Like, like I said, I stay in my lane. I, I, I just do my jokes. I get off stage and I, I keep it moving.
0: Let it be. Yeah, let it be. Well, hey, man, I think we covered a lot of stuff. We did. <laughs> we, <laughs> like, yeah, man. Dude, thank you for stopping by today on a always, Sunday. Man. Every, I think, we're, we, I think we're the only three people not watching the uh, Seahawks and 49ers you know like, why?
1: Because I don't care who wins.
0: Because I'm a Baltimore either.
1: Ravens fan, and we're gonna whip whoever the fuck wins oh, the NFC. Shit. So like, I don't care who wins. Like, I'm just like, bring your best bet. <laughs> All right, <laughs> man.
0: Well, hey, man. Happy uh, Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Uh, All that. And I will see you soon.
1: Yeah. Hell yeah. Jesse it was a pleasure. Thanks, Thanks for you. stopping by, man. My man.
0: Peace. Hey, man. That's the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you laughed a little bit. I hope you learned a little bit. I hope you come back. Peace. Take care of one another.